Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Hello, and welcome to the fourth annual Happy, Merry, Blessed, Whatever. I've yet to come up with a clever title for number four. I think the best thing I came up with, I can't even remember the name that I put for this episode, but it was something like going back in time and why not or something like that. Because with me, coming back to share his love of these crazy and just downright I guess scrumptious. That's not. A, that's a weird word to talk about movies. We'll just say it's like sugar overload with Christmas movies. We're bringing back our good friend Dustin Rubin. Dustin, welcome back. Thank you for joining Je- us, Jeff. Bro. Thank you for having me back yep. to your happy, merry, blessed, whatever. Yeah, yeah. For you, you, you officially called it. It's about time, or why not? There you go. That's what it was. Which yeah. I which I enjoy. But, but yeah. I didn't bring any wine today. All I brought is, uh, you know, a a a love of Christmas movies and there you go. Having, you know, just watched way too many at this point. Yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I really appreciate you having me back. And and last year I think we really got into it. It's fun to find a kindred uh, spirit in the Christmas movie world. Yeah. Such as yourself. And you know, the Christmas movie is really it's its own it's its own thing it's its own madness of it and you could watch you know you could watch like five a day and not even crack the make a dent in the amount of christmas movie (laughs) no well not only that nor can nor can you could watch five and not realize you have watched five movies yes right like it just they just wash over you and before you know it, you've already started another one, and then you look up and where's the time gone? You're like, wait a minute. Whereas right. just your, I don't want to say standard movie, but you know your movies that normally get released or that you may find that are not Christmas centered, such as these that we are fortunate to to uh, be able to watch either via Hallmark, Lifetime, or even Netflix and Hulu started stepping up their their game. It, mm-hmm. It's it's just easy to go to, you know, get through several of these and not even know it, like not really fully realize it. Right. Well, as I've said many times, you know, my my sweet spot for any movie is 90 minutes or less. I, I, I just I don't feel like movies need to be two hours. They certainly don't need to be three hours. And the beautiful thing about these Christmas movies is a lot of them, 82 minutes, 84 yeah. minutes. And if you get one where, you know, there is not these embedded commercial breaks of yes. five minutes, because that's a thing, too, where they, you know, yes. you're streaming it and they make you watch six minutes of commercials. And then, you know, that turns a, an 82 minute movie into a two hour, 20 minute movie, which, you know, has an effect on how you feel about that movie. Uh, yes. Badly. But yeah, no, for the most part, it is. It's like, who you know, who doesn't want to do it? Just a, like a breezy 80, 80 to 90 minute movie. Exactly. Cause, because you can get that fixture and we're like, you know what? That was really, and that's like, that's exactly what I needed. I want to go ahead and start another one. Why not? Why not? And Or a, wine, not. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. That's and how they get you. And you drank you. a whole bottle of wine. Yeah. You're totally drunk. You don't know what day it is. <laughs> and you're, you're covered yeah. in mistletoe. Right. Yeah. So I, like last year, there was a theme, I feel like, 
for me, I noticed I watched a lot that had some sort of music their theme to it. Like either someone was a composer, someone was a musician, someone was an aspiring musician or something. I like I noticed there was kind of a general theme like that. This year I noticed it was a little different that the ones I kind of ended up watching were somehow wine related. And interesting. There's yeah, because a perfect Christmas pairing, mm-hmm. a Christmas vintage, and then saving Christmas spirits. And you'd be okay. As okay. In spirit, not a ghost. Right. So Christmas spirit is technically a drink, a uh, Scottish yes. drink with yes. whiskey. So, okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Interestingly, I noticed a theme last year versus this year, too. Last year for me, it was all bakers, cafe owners, some bed and breakfast attached to a cafe. This year, I feel like podcasters and radio hosts have become the new bakers and bakeries. Very strange. Yes. So I've, I made a, because it's the Christmas episode and I like to think of myself sometimes clever, I made a nice list and a naughty list. Oh, oh great. Of one, yeah. Of ones I enjoyed that would, that you would even consider rewatching. Yeah. If I'd, wasn't in the mood for any new one or ones I would certainly recommend. And then, which is kind of why we're doing this. And then I had the naughty list of ones that maybe not so much. Um, Yeah. I like that. That is clever. Would legit the, the top one, I think for me, there's a movie called Christmas Casanova. Oh, okay. Yeah. And hold on. I'm going to pull it up real quick. The synopsis. It is a podcaster. It, It is. About a podcast, and I'm like, I was like, do I really want to watch this? (laughs) Like, I'm like, I because I feel like anything that is podcasting like related, I'm gonna probably just cringe at. Yeah, yeah, more so, more so. But also, I feel like I'm also here for that cringe, though. At the same time, hands down, you could straight up for people that are interested in drinking games. This is the perfect one. Anytime someone says podcast podcasting. Or thereabouts, take a drink. You'll be on the floor in the first 30 minutes. So get your mauled one and there you <laughs> go. Ready. I hope everybody right. was prepared. Yep. So that is new from this year. It is right at one hour, 29 minutes. And yep. it's about Elise as a podcaster in need of catchy Christmas content. Elise agrees to be, okay. it's Danielle, D A N I Y A L, apostrophe yes, S. Yes. Yes, Danny Danny yells, wing woman and guide. As the two scramble to build the best Christmas ever, it becomes clear that Danielle might be trying to win over the wrong woman. So yeah, yeah, starring a uh, Kalinka Petra Petri as Elise mm-hmm. and Fuad what? Ahmed as Danielle Khan, and so you can find it. Apparently, you can find it on Freebie. Paramount Plus, Peacock. That's where I watched it. I think Pluto TV also. And it is, it's, I don't know. I guess my experience with podcasting plus what I've seen from others, like I get these are just supposed to be kind of written by people that have no idea what's going on, what they're, what the subject matter they're writing about. Well, I mean, is it though? It seems I mean, like maybe. I don't know. Because the I know for, 
I don't know. But the fact is she's trying to find Christmas content with what a week, two weeks before yeah, Christmas. Right. But that's I mean, I mean, that's that's the premise of everybody. I, I get rushing. It, but it's just Right. You know that more business happens yes. on Christmas Day than any other day on Christmas movies. Deals have to close that yes. day. Relocations happen for jobs for some reason on Christmas Day. Yeah. So yeah. you're a hundred percent right. And not to interrupt you, but I know yeah. No, yeah. that you don't watch trailers. I did watch this trailer. Yeah. And I was very underwhelmed. And of course I probably should have just jumped in because yeah. this is your number yeah. one. This is your this, this is, is your nice list number one. No, this is naughty. This is naughty. List. Oh, this, this is, is like your number, this yeah, number yeah, yeah, naughty. No, oh, okay, because okay, yeah, yeah because it. just for the simple fact, because we were talking about the podcasting part is part of your theme. Totally. I, yes. Yes. I I watched this today and it just it was driving <laughs> me nuts. Just the amount of times they used the word podcast. Like I felt okay. like they had a, okay. a certain word count or a certain number of times they had to be inserted into the script, and I'm like, oh my god. There's right. it, what it reminds me of. There's an Apple TV Plus series with what's her name Octavia Spencer. Yeah, it's like a mystery mm-hmm. one, and yeah, just I, 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 there's like a I think it's on like season two or three. I think it's like possibly three. I I made through the I made myself finish the first season, but I was having such a headache with this whole like I, it was driving me it was driving me nuts. I'm like wow. It's like everybody in the small little towns talking about this podcast is that she's doing about this case. And apparently everybody in the police department is talking about this as well. I'm like, I, I can't right. get anybody in our department to talk about <laughs> about oh ours, God. but they're going to talk about this one. I'm like, I hate this. I, I don't like the show already. Forget that's it. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I right. I, I mean, and podcasting culture has become such a thing. You yeah. know, and I feel like only murders in the building is like one of the few that right. kind of like becomes very self-aware yeah. of how silly it all is because it's like podcasts are like the new blogs, what blogs right. were, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. Everybody's got a podcast. We all want everyone to listen to it. And yeah, and it's just and it's just funny how, you know, you can go back like 10 years in Christmas movies, you can see like it was a lot of like radio hosts and DJs. Yeah. And I, you know, I feel like I watched just just so many, so I had to take a pause back. That's why yeah. I did not watch this one. Yeah, you're you're probably yeah. You, you did yourself a favor, Casanova, <laughs> so, and then also yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just call it Christmas podcasts, right? But so, so the 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 point is, is that he still has feelings for like his best friend that he grew up with, and he's wanting to express his feelings, but she's married. Whoops! But they're coming for a visit with her parents, who he grew okay. up with. So. Okay. He's hanging out with them. She, Elise is like, this is would make a great Christmas episode content. You know, I'm going to help him try and get her and follow her around and and meet with the family and right. get embedded with the family and everything. And then her husband ends up, because I guess he was on a business trip or something, he ends up making it in. And so there's that also. And then there's like weirdness. But then they're they're like, well... You know, they're still kind of like because it's a Christmas movie and the Elise and Danielle still end up because they bond so much over this. They, of course, start having kind of weird feelings. And then by the end, of course, they end up getting together because that's what these movies do. That's what these movies do. Yeah. Wrapped in wrapped in a red bow. Is there some acknowledgement? Like, why is the spelling of Danielle that way? Because I saw it in the synopsis and I was like, what's going on here? Danielle. I think it's. 
I, I think it's but is, not no, I think it's just because of his uh, no. background of his of his uh, ethnicity. The okay. only thing I could think of. That's okay. the only thing I could think of. Uh, okay. But no, so, they just and they didn't even say it, Danielle. Like that. They don't say Daniel, like it's just spelled differently. Uh, okay, so it's Danielle. They actually even Danny. say Danielle. Okay. Yep. Okay. But it almost sounds like it's like his first first name, middle initial, and last name. Right. Dan E L. Daniel. Right. All right. It, it's just but I'm like, oh my God, this movie is just killing. I I said I need this to be over. I'm gonna stick with it, but I need this to hurry up and be over so I can move it's, on to something else. It's hard. Now, once you start a movie, do you do, what justifies you pulling the ripcord or do you never I don't. I don't never I, abandon shit. I've I've never not never. I don't I don't remember the last time I've stopped watching a movie because it was bad. Interesting. Okay. I That's sit fair. through everything. I've I don't remember the last time I've walked I think there are only two movies I think I've ever walked out of and they were both when I was a kid. One was Howard the Duck. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which you've rewatched, yeah. I imagine since nope. No, you never uh, watched once, it? once, once, maybe. I think I tried once. There I are duck, it on duck boobs in there. Duck boobs. I know. That's which so that weird. alone is, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. But it's, it's you know, such that's... a weird movie. It's, yeah. Why? It's, it's real bizarre. Oh, bless. The entire movie's weird. Cause there's so many just, that movie's just like so inappropriate for like kids, but yet they still yeah, put so many things in it for towards it's, kids. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. It's so Comic wild. Book, it's so wild. Stuff. Yeah. Yes. So you walked out of that and what um, else? And the hitman with Chuck Norris back when he had the mullet. Oh, okay, yeah. Walked out of that because my dad's like, hey, we're going to go see this. We're like, hey, Chuck Norris, awesome. And we're like 10. I'm, yeah. I think I'm 10, which means my brother's I, like 7. I hope your dad wasn't also 10 because that'd be weird. Yeah, no, that would be weird. No. <laughs> but yeah, we. my stepmom went, was with us. She's like, okay, Tom, we need to go. Because <laughs> mm, like, okay. dudes like intestines are hanging out and everything. She's like, the kids don't need to be seeing this. Yeah, so, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he did take us to go see Die Hard 2. I had never seen the first Die Hard. Again, that was, let's see, Die Hard 2 is what, 88? No, yes. first one's 80, 90? Yeah, I don't know. Sounds yeah, right. I think 90. Yeah, it was 1990, so I was 12 almost. No, I was 13. Okay. And then when we got home, Die Hard was playing on HBO, so I ended up getting to watch Die Hard on HBO. So. In reverse, yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah. And then same thing, Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. Saw that first, never saw the first Terminator. Okay. My dad was great at taking me to sequels and then me having to then go back and, and watch the, the original. Get all the references. Yep. That's interesting. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So, which is wild because then I asked him, I'm like, okay, hey, can we go see Tombstone? I've been wanting to go see Tombstone. Yeah. yeah. Well, isn't that rated R? I go, you're worried about rated R movies now? You know how now? many rated R movies you've taken us to? Right. <laughs> I'm 18 now, dad. I mean, yeah. Yeah, really. Right, right. But he ended up, we ended up going because I asked and I'd made a case for it. Yeah, well, so, it's good. It was it was really funny. You know, we were talking recently on Two Dollar Late for You about mm-hmm. Rocky Four, you yes. know, being the most introductory for most of our age group. Yes, right, because it was so yep. like like USA versus Russia, kind of like a a video game or something. And right, you know, in that one, yeah, I think we most of us saw that first and yes. went went back and watched the rest of the Rockies. Yeah, yeah, same thing, pretty much. Yeah, and. Had, speaking of which, has a great soundtrack. I actually like that. Soundtrack. I mean, an amazing soundtrack. And if you go on over to Studio Hollywood this <laughs> month, there you go. We're covering Booyah. Rocky Four. We got Vince Dicola who did the soundtrack. He'll be coming on at the end of the month. Yay. But shameless plug uh, over there. But plug but away. Yes. Man. 
No, but it, it, it's 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 an incredible, incredible soundtrack, and another one that you know we work out to now to the you know to this day, and that's awesome. Hearts on fire, yeah. Uh, no easy way out. All the all those all those bangers, indeed. And a Christmas movie, and a Christmas <laughs> that was that was what yeah, I was yeah. going to follow up with. Yeah, yep. Yep. they fight on Christmas yep. Day. That's awesome because you know we have to rush and fight on Christmas Day. <laughs> yep. Yep. Dead ones. It's got to happen. Got to happen. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yep. So, let's see. Today's the 18th, so that means you're 17 days in on yours, right? On your... Well, I, you... yes. I, I need to still do an entry today for day 18, okay. but okay. I am, you know, I'm 18 days in. I've watched many more movies, and I, I'm not ashamed to to abandon ship right. sometimes because it's just like, you know, we all have a finite amount of resources that we can devote to these things. Yeah. If something makes you crazy... I'm just like, nope. Yeah. I try and be good. I try and be considerate. Give the filmmaker, right. you know, <laughs> yeah. I made this. Let me watch it. Yeah. But there was there was one last year that had to do with a producer, a reality TV producer. And to your point, you know, I come from a reality mm-hmm. TV background. That shit drove me crazy because none of it was <laughs> accurate at all. It was the dumbest right. shit I ever seen. I, like, I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't Which, do it. Do you remember the name of it? I can tell you. I can tell you if you give me. If you give me two shakes on this one, it is. It was called. I'm curious. Maybe this was two years ago. This may have been two years ago. Stand by, stand by, stand by, stand by. Stand by. Fast forwarding listeners. It's going to be so worth it. (laughs) It is called. (laughs) It is called the Enchanted Christmas Cake, right? So it was like seemingly a, 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 a bakery show and i'd watch like seven bakery movies in a row but this one had a baker who was trying to find a recipe for her grandma's magic love cake and then and then there was a reality show in town that was also trying to get the recipe and then you know and then the tv producer like didn't understand producing i mean they from my perspective i was like this is not how tv producers act so it made me crazy and so i did not watch it beyond 10 minutes so maybe if you want to jump in let me let me know. Okay. I wrote it down. I did write let it me down. Know. So we'll um, see. This was on. Uh, this is from 2021, and I don't know. I don't know where you can find it. I'll, I'll look it up. It was. I think it was Hallmark. But anyway, okay. Yeah. So one that I know you watched and I watched, and it's actually one I could rewatch. Was Dear Christmas, which also is about podcasting. Oh yes, yes, yes. Dear Christmas. Yeah, Dear Christmas for me. Watched it, you know, I think when it came out in 2020 initially, because yeah. it was like a pandemic like reprieve. Right. And that one, Jason Priestley, Melissa Joan Hart. I kind of I kind of like hate watched it because <laughs> because I love Jason Priestley, but I hate Melissa yes. Joan Hart. And gotcha. Jason Priestley in this movie is like a he he's like a renaissance man. You know, he's like I feel like yeah. he he uh, he he's a tow truck driver, if I recall. He's like a musician. He's like supposed to be the best guitarist in the in the town. I think it might be take place in Tahoe, if I remember correctly. But it's clearly Tahoe summer, right? Because you see no breath and everyone's walking around yeah. <laughs> in like uh, short sleeves. But I remember that, you know, she kind of sucked her character, and then he yeah. was yeah. he was cool. And I was like, you yeah. deserve better, man. Like you deserve yeah. better. And yeah. his name, I remember this. His name was Chris. Massey, so they, yes. they would have jokes like Chris Massey, yeah, yeah. 
but it yeah, is it was awesome it is a good formulaic movie and it has my favorite clip where he's singing up it's, on the rooftop or it, you know to her and he's looking at the chords as he's playing them on the guitar right. it's so silly it's yeah like the best guitarist he can't even not look at his hands when he's playing guitar <laughs> but yeah some really genuine moments yeah. of like joy that, from that movie uh, yes. at, at its <laughs> silliness and but but you know ends good it's, yeah it's sweet yeah yeah i love and i too because I, I you had posted something about it and i posted my picture with jason Priestley when i saw him and yes yes at uh yes. at louisville at a comic-con some years back I saw him and anthony michael hall and a great conversation i mean there was like hardly anybody there so i we just stood. I think Grayson was only like two, so this had to be like seven years ago. Amazing. Um, and we just stood there. I just we just shot. I mean, stood there and shot the shit with Jason Priestley. You know, just over like stupid mundane. Like it was great because that's one of my favorite things. Whenever I can, whenever I meet somebody I've been wanting to meet, mm-hmm. and I don't ask about like their work. I just we just talk. We just have like right. a casual conversation, like just two adults just talking, and that is legit one of my favorite things to do. Right. And we just stood there and just talked about family and then what he was up to and how that works out, you know, spend time with family and when you have to go away for work and stuff like that and or yeah. come to like one of these things. And he's just genuinely, just a genuinely nice dude. And and him yeah. and I are the same height. <laughs> so I'm that's, glad, glad like, to hear both of those things. I'm sad yep. that Dear Christmas hadn't come out yet. So because you, yeah. you talking to him about that oh, yeah. would have been fun. Would have been great. Yeah, because that that's three. Yeah, it would have been four years before that. Yeah, Shoot, probably three years before you would have started filming it. Yeah, at best. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Oh well. Maybe maybe next time we run into each other. And the weird thing about meeting Anthony Michael Hall is that I didn't at all even think to be like, you know, in some weird way we might be related, but I don't know. I can't confirm nor deny because I don't know very many other mm-hmm. halls other than mm-hmm. like my brother, mm-hmm. and my dad, because all of my dad's rich, siblings rich and everything. Maybe right? Yeah, you but, should do one of those uh, tests. One of those twenty uh, three yeah. me ancestry right. right? Because oh, my yeah. dad passed, so I don't. In his like when his my dad's dad passed away, and then his mom remarried. So like my grandmother okay. remarried, and then had okay. three more kids. So so we don't. I literally do not know any other halls other than my dad, my brother, and then myself. Well, so I think wild. you should that's wild. look into that. Yeah. So so now anytime I, you know, meet somebody with the last name Hall, I just refer to them as Brother Hall or Cousin. It's like, oh, Brother hey, Hall. Cousin. Yep. Hey, Cousin. Cousin Hall. So, yep. So, because we have, we had two that at my job that we have Charles and Nick, which is actually his kid, but Nick left, but it was Cousin Nick and Cousin Charles. So, mm, and you're yeah. not okay. I see. Yeah. No, I don't I actually know if we're related. So, well, yeah. I feel like you gotta, you gotta look into that because how cool if you yeah. were, and then you'd be like, that would be amazing. I'd be like, okay. Okay. Charles. I, I've got, I'll be like, let's see. Yeah. Let's see. And it's, and what was it? I was watching, listening to some interview with Anthony Michael Hall and he actually goes by Mike that his real first name Mike. is Michael yes. and his he, real first name is Michael. And yes. there was already a Michael Hall. So they had to, so he had to put his middle name first. Yes. For for credits or something, you know. Yes. We I just learned this last week because we interviewed mm-hmm. Suzanne Schneider, who's in mm-hmm. Weird Science, and she was referring yep. to him as Michael the entire time. And yep. we we're like, what's going on? I say, Oh, I, I call him Michael. And I'm like, 
Oh, okay, because that's his real name. Right. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, of no course. Anthony. Why no wouldn't Tony? You? Yeah. Yep. Nope, yep. it's just Michael Michael. But he I was wearing like one of those uh it was brain and basket case and jock and you know, those type of shirts. Yeah. And he absolutely loved it, took a picture of the shirt. He was getting a kick and then he got he was getting a kick out of Grayson. We just super nice guy. I I wish I could go back and tell that Anthony Michael Hall not to do the Halloween mm, sequel. Well, the buddy, he got, he got paid. Yeah, yeah, he did. And I was like, I really wanted more out of his character. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, because they underused you. I mean, you could argue it, we we all wanted more out of the, that movie. Yes, it, I mean, uh, that, in general. So, yeah, 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 that one and the following one. But yeah, yeah, first one was all right. First one was hard. Right. Anyways, let's get back to yeah. actual Christmas yeah. movies. Merry um, Christmas. Yes, indeed. What what movies have stood out to you this season from watching? Mm. Well, when you say stood out, that could mean good or bad. It there's could. Been, there's yeah. been a lot of bad. I won't harp on that because, frankly, I don't want your listeners, you know, like, right. yeah. uh, unless it's a warning, like, don't watch this. But really, there have been some few, uh, a few good ones yes. that I'd like to focus on. And the first one of the season was actually recommended to me I was going to totally avoid it, totally avoid it. And a friend was like, no, you have to, you have to not avoid this and you have to check it out because it's kind of a satire. It's a parody of the Hallmark and and all their nonsense. And that one is called Christmas with the Campbells, which really kind of caught me off guard. It's, it's Brittany Snow, Justin Long, Alex Moffat from SNL. Yep. And, you know, and it's totally, totally R-rated. It's like, it's total shock value. Vince Vaughn and Peter Billingsley. Uh, Vince Vaughn, most people know, but Peter Billingsley from A Christmas Story. They're they're mm-hmm. producing partners, and they're producing partners primarily in the world of Christmas movies. So they did, you know, The Christmas Story revisited last mm-hmm. uh, last winter, and this one, this one, where this this one also came out last year from them, and Vince Vaughn kind of wrote it, and it's just very like shock value on the surface. It's a photographer you know, gets broken up with her boyfriend on Christmas, but her fa- his family still loves her. She's part of the family, quote unquote. They invite her back to their, you know, fictional town, you know, and then she she goes back. Justin Long is there. He's the nephew. Feelings develop, but it's just so in your face. It's very vulgar at times. I, I was I was so excited for it. I was It was so welcome to me by the time that mm-hmm. I watched it that I couldn't even decide. I'm like, is this good? Or am I just so starved for like something different? I think it's yeah. kind of both. I think it's kind of both because it's okay. definitely rewatchable and these they're poking fun at all the classic, you know, tropes and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then of course, George Went and Julia yes. Duffy are in it. Oh. Uh, did you see it? Not yet. No, okay. Uh, okay. I have it. I have it in my queue. So this, yeah, I mean, you can't, you know, you can't watch it with the kids. It's a little bit right. uh, That's risque. Fine. It's not it's not a family movie, but it is. <laughs> it's not a problem. My kids are not wanting to watch these movies. <laughs> okay, right, so that's, right. we're good. Well, we're good on that one. Well, there you go. But yours, uh, like if it's not anime, I don't care. Right, but I I would uh, totally. Yeah, I, I'd welcome your thoughts on it because it's it is yeah. pretty different than anything else. Okay. Uh, so the Justin Long Christmas movie I watched this year was It's a Wonderful Knife. Oh it's yeah, a yeah. Horror mm-hmm. movie. It's mm-hmm. a horror movie, and I rented this one on iTunes because I'm like, 
I will watch this because this looks different. Right. I'm, I was hoping for a little more campiness in the way of humor and stuff, mm-hmm. but it, it it's pretty much, I don't know, it's pretty much like straight horror. It's in the sense that it's, it basically, if they did, if they took It's a Wonderful Life and Scream and made a movie. Oh, nice. Nice. So, yeah. So Justin Long actually plays this developer in the city or in this town that's, you know, going to make this town, you know, put this town on the map, you know, and just yep. with all the de- new developments and everything going up, bringing everything in. He's got these ridiculously looking fake teeth. They're like so white and just so fake. And it was just cracking Perfect. me up. And so this person basically her best her uh, best friend gets killed by this person in this like all white outfit and this white mask and it's supposed to be like an angel, I guess. Yeah. And but so she's she's trying to run from the attack. And then on a different night, she comes, you know, the uh, this person tries to go and attack her because mm-hmm. they've killed like two people now. And she ends up being able to basically thwart the killer because you know much like Ghostface, you know it's sure it's still kind of cartoonish you know right. in, in their okay. movements and so she ends up killing him and they pull the mask off and it's justin long this is not a spoiler because something happens she <laughs> ends up she ends up going in this like alternate you know alternate universe much like George sure. Bailey did when he fell in the sure and her best friend that had died is now back but okay. her best friend's basically like Clarence. Okay. In this. And but her brother, who was alive, is now dead. And she does not, she's not, she tries to go home. And they're like, we only have one kid, and he's dead because of this, you know, serial killer. That's right, about. right. So right. the person that she thought was dead is now back. So she's having to deal with the fact that she has no family. And because it's like as if she's never been born. Yep. And so she's having to try and stop this murder from happening. And so so they're trying to stop this murder from happening. And they they end up going through these different scenarios and everything. And then she's like, I already know who the killer is. It's, you know, Justin Long's character. Until, you know, things happen and you find out of just much like a screen movie, there's more than one. And okay. not everything's as it seems. And then, okay. you know, at some point moves her back just like similar to It's a Wonderful Life. It's nice. It's 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 okay. It's not completely terrible, but it's okay. okay. That's um, enough yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have been okay if it was just on streaming, but yeah. I still, you know, but I was like, you and I think it was right around the same time you had watched Christmas with the Campbells. Okay. So I thought that was, I was like, oh, well, you did two this year. Go him. Go Jay Long. <laughs> and just, if anything, like if you could find like the, just a picture of him smiling with these silly fake teeth, it is just, it's worth it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, to be clear, Christmas of the Camels yep. was last year. So okay. So maybe gotcha. it's one of yeah, yeah. life is new. Yeah. So yeah. That's whatever. But he, um, he is busy. Okay. Very. Yeah. So one of the ones that I actually really like, and it's, it's kind of it's silly, but I, but I actually enjoyed it because I like kind of the actors in it. I watched Xmas with Robbie Amell and yes. Clayton Easter. Yeah, actually, I actually like that one. 
Interesting, because she's like in over, she's like in overalls and has a really weird haircut, and I was kind of distracted by that. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, but I I'm a fan of Robbie Amell from like Legends, and I think it was actually in Arrow with his upload brother. or cut he's, upload. Yeah, yeah, he's an upload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, it's. It's cute. I mean, it's a cute movie. And I really like him. Like, I, he's got a lot of charisma. And that's something that, you know, it's some of these, some of these holiday movies, the lead male usually lacks that for whatever reason. Right. Right. The leads are usually these, these very strong independent women, but yet the people they fall for are kind of duds. And you're like, yes. What about them are you like falling for? Also, Y'all have like no chemistry. One thing I liked about this movie was that was that they actually had chemistry. Like you could actually tell, you know, it's like an actual like they're, you know, used to doing this or something. I don't know. You know, acting. Yes. But yes, uh, yes, (laughs) acting. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, I really, I really liked it. So it's about so it's an hour 33. Came out this year. Uh, it's on freebie. Graham surprises his family at Christmas only to discover his ex-fiance is already celebrating the holiday with his family when he arrives. Right. So, so so similar to Christmas with the Campbells, sort of, it has those elements, but yes, but much different. And you're correct. She has the weird bangs and yes, is in, and on the poster, she's not in overalls, but yeah, she's in overalls in this movie though. Like the whole movie, right? I was like, what's good? Yeah. Yeah. Just practically. Yeah. And like, I don't, like it, part of, like the part of the part of it where they're like just at each other. It just some of it just seems I don't say uncalled for, but it just it seems even silly for a Christmas movie. I'm like, right. but I for, there's a lot of forgiveness that goes into this movie because mm-hmm. of how good how good the actors are in this movie, though, and that's you know saying something. Yeah, um, that makes because a you know that's. Yeah, because one of the things I found, obviously, as I just kind of mentioned, was that I find that the chemistry between the two leads isn't even remotely believable. Mm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and it just in that mm-hmm. really su- that I feel like that helped that kind of does a disservice. I'm yes. not saying they really need to be dating, but I need, but I mean, no, at least you know it's acting. Pretend you have to believe that there is a world in which these right. two people would love each other and get together. And if you don't, after three days. Yeah, and if you don't subscribe <laughs> to that, then yeah. it's a failed experiment for sure. Yeah, yeah, but that's one of the ones I've I've enjoyed this year, and I was like, oh, well, this, and that was actually my first one for the for oh, the that's season. Nice. I was that's like, nice. I said, this is a good way to start off. <laughs> that that that's nice. Yeah, I started off with nothing good. Yeah, I I really I really I don't know what I was thinking. I, you know, you you, you kind of just like wherever it leads, right? Sometimes you just follow it, and as you said, right, like. Sometimes you're watching one and another one just comes on and then you're like, oh, why not? Why not? It's just 82 minutes. Let's just do right. it. And then, you know, and then you're like, wow, I, I saw a lot of crap. <laughs> another one, though, that that was mm-hmm. good, which is very, I, I don't know what, I'd never heard of this. I think it's a new thing, but it's Hallmark mm-hmm. Movies Now. It's like, yes, Ruth, my wife got that last She got year. it. Oh, she got it last year. Okay. So I guess yeah, she maybe, got it last year. it's certainly within yeah. the last few years or something. Yeah. So it's more Hallmark, like you've got your standard Hallmark, but then you've Mm -hmm. got more original movies that come out of Hallmark movies now. 
And there's a new one out this year called Rescuing Christmas with Rachel Lee Cook. Okay. Of course, from Sheath, all that. Yep. And this one surprised me. Again, right, really good acting, really good acting. But you basically have the, the, the quick premise is that Christmas spirit is kind of down globally. So these two elves up at the North Pole decide, we're going to start a new, a new project to generate more Christmas spirit. It's called Operation Wish. We're going to pick a random person. We're going to give them three Christmas wishes, and then they're going to help generate, you know, more, more Christmas spirit. And it's going to, it's going to go from one person to another person, et cetera. But they end up randomly landing on Rachel Lee Cook's character, who is a total cynic. And in the process of, of, of wishing, she wishes that Christmas would disappear. And so they're like, oh. they, they, the elves didn't plan for this, obviously. Whoops. And then she immediately regrets it. And, and it sort of launches into this whole, you know, mission to rescue Christmas by making people remember what Christmas is. And of course, if you, you know, if you just, if Christmas did just disappear and somebody was explaining it like a white man when a beard comes down, like, it sounds like you're a crazy person. And so it's right. very, because that's what she's doing. You know, she's like, yeah. no. And then we, 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 you know, we go to this tree and we light it and like, what do you, you know? So she has to get everyone to remember before midnight on Christmas Eve or else Christmas will be forgotten forever. And it's very, it's, it's adorable. It's, it's enjoyable. And again, very different. You know, if something's a little, a little different, totally down with it. So rescuing Christmas. Wow. So, okay. So this is funny. I went to go look up the next one I wanted to talk about that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. and. I on IMDb I could not find it, but okay. I found it under a different title. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this one I think I I want to say I watched probably actually on Paramount Plus. It is at least on there it's called Waking Up to Christmas. Okay. On IMDb it's listed in it's this exact same poster, just what are we just they just substituted a few words. Sure. It's listed as just like a Christmas movie. Mm. So okay, yep. Another one, one twenty nine, one hour twenty nine minutes. Yep, on the yep. verge of a massive deadline, right? There we go. Gotta, of course, uh, yep. a cynical workaholic, of course, yep, of course, is zapped by faulty Christmas lights while stranded in a small Colorado town. Actually, she's in the airport. She finds herself cast as the lead in an over the top Hallmark style home holiday movie. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you talk about you talk about. Movies that are self-aware. Yep. This is one of them. It stars uh, Marley Collins as Emily and Brad Harder as Chris. Somehow her best friend was able to fly in and be- and then she's able to show her best friend like how all of this is like, like, look, it's just like, because she doesn't, because she's cynical, she's not about these movies, but yeah, her yeah. best friend Carly is. So they, she comes to help her, you know, yep. fulfill all the things that need to happen yep. in this movie, of course, so she can get back. I like that. And it's actually got some decent comedic beats in it, you know, where you're like, okay, yeah, that's kind of funny. And it, it, this one is probably one of the smoothest movies just to get through, like that just goes through and you, before you know it, the movie's over. Yeah. Like everything just, it, it just, flows really well i guess that's a good way to say better way to say it and it's just real it's just fun to watch and just really enjoyable 
Oh, I love it. And yeah, it's great. I was like, okay. And I was thinking, you know, that might be one I'd probably rewatch. Cause it's just, you know, I, know. It, I like, yeah. I do. I like movies that kind of are, don't take themselves seriously and re, you know, they're self-aware. They know what they are and they're going to kind of poke a little bit of fun right. at, you know, like your traditional tropes and everything of Christmas movies. No. I love so that. on again, it, on IMDb, it's listed as just like a Christmas movie. Paramount Plus, it's also, I guess, Plex, whatever that is, other than Paramount Plex. It just says, no, it's Paramount Plus, but next to it says Plex Movies and TV as another place where you can find it. What the I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Making up places. Yeah, pretty much. But for the most people, yes, Waking Up to Christmas is what it's listed as. Okay. But I, I really enjoyed that one. And of course, like I said, the trifecta, I had the trifecta of of winery based Christmas yes. movies, Christmas vintage. I think I enjoyed that one more. <laughs> a perfect Christmas pairing wasn't bad. It was cute. And then saving Christmas spirit takes place in Scotland. This one. Okay. So I, I, I like the, And this one's kind of funny in the sense that, so it's an archeologist that has to go over to Scotland to get these ruins. Now, mind you, she's, she may or may not lose her job because they're downside, you know, they're making cuts as most people do in December and not at fiscal year in July, but whatever. We'll just beside the point. Yeah. Um, and one hour, 30 minutes. It This one came out last year. An archaeologist discovers the importance of letting a little festive wonder back into her life and finds both history and love. So she's uh-huh. trying to find these artifacts and bring them back to the museum. So, you know, it'll help save her job. Mm-hmm. And sure. the, her yeah. co-worker's like, well, yeah, sure, mine. Meanwhile, this guy works is the son of the person running the inn that she's staying at while she's there. Okay. And of course, he's, of course. but he also has a, a pub and a distillery, a whiskey distillery. Right. And right, so sure. he comes up with his own and she's like, I don't like whiskey. I'll just have wine. But, you know, she's like, well, and of course <laughs> he, so the, Greatest thing about this Jerk. movie, it's it the the greatest thing that about this movie though they have Scottish actors playing Scottish people, not American actors trying to play Scottish people. So, okay. there's some authenticity here, which okay, I was highly surprised. Yeah, at. absolutely. Um, and so I was like, okay, I dig this. Okay, I'm on I'm on board. And so she's trying to find these ruins. He's going to be her tour guide, you know. And then, but he, in order to do so, you know, tour guide also help her find these ruin, you know, these uh, yeah. artifacts. And, but she has to try this, you know, his drink, which is called the Christmas spirit. Okay. Okay. And it's like super smooth. It's like super, she actually really liked it. But what she doesn't understand, what she doesn't know is that the, pub is in bad financial shape as well as the distillery mm. and that there's a company wanting to got come it. in and buy them out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they got to win they, a contest or something. No, they just have to, he has to find a way to make this work and she's worried about losing her job. So she's also trying to find these artifacts and he has to decide whether or not to sell or not, you know, mm. we're just trying to find a way to, get out of this financial rut and you know the movie wraps it up in a great way you know everybody's happy 
in the most predictable way. Yeah. You know, they try and he ends up having to sell, but then it finds the artifacts on his (laughs) land, on his land by the distillery. There you go. And I was like, oh, how convenient. How about that? Because they end up finding the map and the map shows that it was like in this area. The only thing that was missing was the red X or. Okay. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. But yeah, it, it was, it was good though. I mean, it's, it's, I was like, yeah, this is a little too predictable. And of course, the guy that bought the store is like, I bought, you know, this is mine. And she's like, actually, no, it's not. You can't, because he was going to bulldoze the distillery, put their big, you know, corporate building there. But yes. uh, the rationale there was that I sold you the distillery, but the land is still mine. I'm like, uh, okay. Okay. That sounds like that could be it. But okay. I, okay. Sure. And then she's all like, well, also, when, you know, according to blah, 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 you can't build on the land where historical artifacts have been located for X number of years, something like that. I'm like, I don't uh, like, she's making that shit up. But I'm going to go with semantics. It. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, okay. Well, movie. yes. Great. Let's, but yeah, I was like, all right, it's fine. But it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> right. Cause there's always something like that where like you sign yeah. the deed, like, but, but point of order, like a lawyer just shows up. Yeah. And like this is is null and void because technically you didn't have the ability to buy it. Like yeah. Exactly. Because this actually didn't belong to him. It belonged yeah. to right. the mother or the strange sister that exactly. suddenly shows up. <laughs> exactly. It's a mess. Yeah, man. Do, do, sounds, do, sounds interesting. Yeah. Should we bring up the elephant in the room? What is the elephant in the room? Yep. Your the, your the, the your, literal your elephant? Yeah. Right. You're, you're, Certainly the only one that I would probably mention as notable in in the whole in the whole watching <laughs> season. Currently on Netflix, there is so a choose. little a if you so choose, there is a Norwegian film called Christmas as Usual. It is, you know, it is it is in Norwegian, but I voice one of the characters in the English dub. And it bears mentioning that this may be the most racist Christmas movie I've certainly ever been a part of, but but ever seen. <laughs> you know, it is the premise is is a young woman brings home her her a young white woman brings home her yes. Indian fiance to her very white traditional family. And yeah, he just gets bombarded with racism. I play a very despicable character, her her brother. And yeah, what you, did you watch it? What are your thoughts? What? Oh yeah, I watched it because you told me you did the voice dub, and then you proceeded to tell me about it, and yeah. I said, "There's a hundred percent chance I'm watching this yeah. now." Yeah. Now the question would have been, had you not had anything to do with it, had I not known anything about it, would I watch this? Probably not. Yeah. Because it would have been in Norwegian, and I'll be like, "I'm not putting subtitles. I'm not putting the dub." Right. For this. So right. I'm well, like, it's- "Yeah, it's fine." Because that's right. half of Netflix for me. I'm like I'm not doing that. Or the dub's right. like real bad. So it if the if the dub's real bad, I really it I can, I'm like I can't. The right. that that may be. I think that you know that's probably a, that's probably sometimes where I may turn a movie off. Like either there's oh, no dub. Okay, we we found like, your. We did. We sure did. We, we found that. your. I stuck your... with this one though. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, look, so I, I do a fair amount of dubbing these days, and I can tell you that 
the dubbing industry has gotten much more accurate in terms of you know performances, matching mouths, all those things. But still, you know, typically I don't watch the English dubs, right? I'm going to watch it yeah. with subtitles in its original right. language. Yeah, you know, Squid Game, whatever, and uh, Squid Game, yeah, yeah, and you know this. This movie, when I got cast to to play this character, I was so excited. And I was like, you know, to tell the director, the voice director, right? I'm like, listen, I love Christmas movies. I cannot wait to do this. And she was kind of like, ah. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? She's like, well, this isn't, I'm like, what? What, like, like n- notable, like good? What She's like, this isn't Hallmark. In fact, this may be the most racist movie you'll ever be a part, you know, you'll ever see. Yeah. And I was like, what? And then it just, and even beyond the racism, right? Because it's like one thing you're like, okay, this is racist, fine. But the characters are so unlikable. Like I did not like any of them. I I did not root for anybody. And you're just like, it's, you know, it's two idiots. It's just like when, when a character doesn't communicate simple things in a story where you're like, you would definitely be telling your fiance this. You would definitely be telling your mother this. You would definitely be, you know, right? Like you're just like, what is this movie? And yes. as a lover of bad movies, I can tell you it is fun to to really hate watch it, but you you just leave with this with this horrible feeling. And also the kind of kicker is that it's based on a on a real life couple. Real life couple. Based on the director's <laughs> sister, who, you know, married <laughs> an Indian man last year. Like this is a yeah. brand new relationship. And these two are on here looking like so terrible. And I can't even imagine how their relationship is going to survive after this. Exactly. You know, they want to do a, they want to do a sequel, a spinoff of the wedding in India, you know, but that means that the director, it's basically my character is essentially the director because the brother is not welcoming the guy. And you're like, what is going on here? Like we're really, you know, cause the message is not great. Right. Well, and so one of the things that was really bothering me, I mean, there are plenty of things to, really bother me but one of the things that i was like why are they all acting like this is the first person of indian descent that they've ever met exactly and exactly. and i looked it up i gotta hunt it down now because i sent it to you that's because i said i said well i think what trips me up is they they're acting like they've never met it's like what is the actual i had to look up the population right for like how many how many actual how many let's see here statistic statistics norway this was i think from that's from february of this year okay statistics norway figures show a total of 19,839 indian immigrants and norwegian born people with immigrant parents from india living in norway in 2022 okay which yeah. i know it's not like a staggering amount but then again i don't exactly know what the population in norway is other than mostly ice, I would imagine. Right. And snow. But right. that's still, I mean, it's not like there's 200. I mean, it's, it's still a decent amount. No. And even if you don't understand something about someone's culture, somebody could just easily explain to you, like, this yes. is what we do here. This is a Christmas yeah. tradition. It doesn't have to be where we're, you know, yeah. if you don't communicate, you can't be outraged that somebody like doesn't understand what's going on. Yeah. Out of you know, well, we always do this. Yeah. Well, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> yeah. Also, exactly. Also, how do you get? So the the main lead character's name is Jashan. 
Yes. And yes. the mother keeps calling him Shazam. Yes. Or Shazam. And yes, yes. I'm like, I, but I'm like, you are doing that on purpose because there is a no possible way that that even sounds remotely close. 100%. If, if your daughter has told you, and you're the mother, right? Like, my, my, my boyfriend Josh is coming home. Josh, you just know him as Josh, but Josh. he's actually just Sean. He's actually just Sean. All of a sudden, he's Shazam. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? You're doing it on purpose. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I agree. And you're right. Like, none of these people are likable. Like, even Deshaun is not exactly like, it's the person you feel like you should be rooting for, but he's not communicating either. It's like, nobody. No, no. Right. Like, he's just making just... a meal. You know, right. There's a scene where he's like, yeah. he's like making a meal on what is a big night for them. Tiny, tiny Christmas, which is two days before Christmas. Anyway, it's a big thing. Yes. Family always has meatballs. It's a big thing. And he's making a, like a, not even a crazy dish, by the way, just some no. rice, some curry, some naan, yeah. some bread, you know, and they're like, what is going on here? But the thing is, is that he didn't communicate with anybody and say like, I would like no. to do this, make this for the family. And she says, right. oh, well, we always do this, you know? Right. Exactly. He's just using their food and spicing it up with spices he brought. You're like, this is insane. So yeah, totally. And, and it's, <laughs> you know, cause I would have been like, does your family like spicy food or food that right. might have like a little bit, might be a little bit hot to temperature wise on for taste buds. These are conversations we all have. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The answer is no. Are they allergic to right. anything? What if they right. would have been allergic to <laughs> one of the ingredients? Yes. <laughs> Like, yes, you know, or or conversely, you know, if he doesn't eat meat or pork, right, it doesn't matter how many spices you put on it. It's not gonna, you know, if, if you don't change eat the fat. meat fat, yeah, because you, you, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's silly, <laughs> yeah. But it and it's like I I kept you know I'm like all right I'm gonna even even knowing all this I'm like all right I'm gonna try and keep an open mind because maybe I could find something yeah. in this to like and I was. And like you, I was, I couldn't find anybody to root for. And, and Pat, this is something that Patrick and I have talked about. It's in, I think it's a little, a little bit more difficult for me, but I don't know. Maybe it is for him too. If I don't have somebody to root for, I'm out of the movie. Like I'm taken yeah. out of it. I'm complete watching it, dude. But if, yeah. if you don't, if the protagonist is not really a protagonist, why am I watching this? Like, who am I rooting for? If I don't have somebody to root for, then I don't care. That's, and if I don't care, then there, then this movie's not worth watching. That's like, why, why is it being made? No, I could not agree more. I mean, that's why I have a lot of, uh, a lot of issues with a lot of TV shows. You know, like like mm-hmm. Su- Succession, for example, which yes, people love. Exactly, acting is great, but I, they're all despicable, so I don't care. Yes. You know, so I, I am with you on that. Like, you have to find something, and if somebody's not going to be redeemable in any way or any growth, mm-hmm. if no growth occurs, right. there's no arc. Yeah, and there's then there's no point. So right, yeah, I agree. And and like there there, and there are like times where you're like, oh, okay, they're finally making a turn. Like when they went, like when they decided to wait up and you know ski back on their own, and they ended up staying and watching the sunset. Yes, I was like, okay, you can see their their relationships actually, you know, building, right. and that that you know they actually do like each other, and. Like okay, and then her ex boyfriend shows up, puts him on speedster. I'm like, well, that lasted that didn't last very long, right? Because again, uh, yeah, it's very easy to say. Look, by the way, the guy I dated for five years, 
yes. lives next door, next is door. always around, and you know nothing's going on with us. But like, right. just a heads up, uh, right? And my mom <laughs> thinks the world of them, so yeah, you know, just a, just a heads up. Just so throw that out yeah. there. Christmas as usual, uh, very bad. So, but if you like bad stuff, good. enjoy. Or if you just want to support Dustin, then you can do that too. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. And, yes. I, and I appreciate mm-hmm. you watching it. And, you know, I just think it's really, it's just really silly. And I'm like, I'm, of course, it's like a terribly racist, you know, movie. It's <laughs> yes. just like amazing. Like, wow. And yeah. I, I, one of the things I loved was the one day you were just putting up like tweets of people tweeting about the movie, yes, about yes, how bad the movie yes, was. How bad it was. I'm like, yeah. I was like, well, this is one way to promote the movie. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. It's kind of a fun pastime because I I've seen nothing positive at all from you know re- movie review yeah. sites or just yeah. random people, right? Uh, because people are so surprised that this is a current day movie. This is like a new movie based on a real life couple yes. that lives now and they're young. And you're like, oh, this isn't even a dated thing. And so you start to question, like, is culturally Norway so different that this is hilarious to them? Like, what's right. going on? I still haven't figured it out. I have friends who are Norwegian. I'm like, yeah. watch this, check it out. Tell me what's going on. Cause apparently yeah. the spices yeah. like black boy, those are real spices yeah. and Hindu. Okay. Real spices. Yeah. But wow. I don't know. I feel like I missed the whole thing. I don't know why this yeah. is on at Netflix. I don't know why they picked it up. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to give you a Norwegian movie worth watching. And I, I'm pretty sh- And I told you about this one, but, and we've talked about it on the regular episode because yes. It was worth talking. And that is, yes, there's something in the barn. Yeah. Starring Martin Starr and an hour, 40 minutes. So, you know, right. Too uh, definitely, definitely <laughs> ready. To, you know, worth it. And, and granted, most of those are going to be credits at the end. Yep. But that's, it is rated R. Definitely not one for younger kids. York and I watched it together last weekend in the morning. Okay, and we had the best time watching this comedy oh, I horror. It. I, I mean, it's it. comedy horror, and and it's it's definitely Christmas. So, an American family fulfills their dream of moving back after inheriting a remote cabin in the mountains of Norway. And Martin Starr's character Bill just is like the most. I always like to say he's like the most oblivious person in this, but he's mm-hmm. also just very naive. He inherits his cabin from his from his uncle who had passed away the previous Christmas. The, his, what his, this is his second wife. So, and okay, his two kids from his previous marriage, but it doesn't say, I, I think she, it, I don't think it ever gets discussed, but I think the mother passed away and then he remarried. Okay. Anyways, they move, they end up moving to Norway, of course, right before Christmas from California, actually Santa Monica. So, Nice, nice. That's can, you, do can you imagine. Yeah, exactly. Move from Santa Monica to Norway. No thanks. Yeah, right pass. <laughs> nope. I'll sell that property and <laughs> stay where I'm at. Anyways, but then we don't have a movie. And right. basically, exactly. the you learn about you the the townsfolk. You know, are trying. You know, like Americans. Uh, you know, all that, and they're wanting to turn the sure. they're wanting to turn the barn into a bed and breakfast. Which I don't know how you do that with a barn, but okay. Mm-hmm. We're not talking like about the rest of the house, but just the barn. Just like, the barn. Great. That's Great. that's that's a lot of work. Wouldn't it just that, be easier to tear no down sense. the barn yes. and then build something up? Yes. Anyways, it's just the MacGuffin. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And so they they there's like this while they're in town, 
they noticed that there's this like little outdoor like live i guess you could call it like a living museum almost where it's like a couple of huts and then like different things scattered around and you can go in and walk around and look at these these things and the guy running it knows all about barn elves Mm -hmm. and the myth you know because it's not been proven but these the myth of the barn elf and you know i was talking with yeah. with lucas the son and he's like all about it and it's like learning the kind of like gremlins in the way that you have to learn the rules you know of it no artificial it. light no artificial light no loud noises and i still cannot remember the third rule I don't think it's don't feed after midnight, but still. Um, oh, you can't remember it or they can't remember it? <laughs> no, okay. I can't. Uh, okay. No, they, okay. they kept telling. This is the third time I've talked about this movie, and I still cannot remember the third okay. I probably had to go back and rewatch it. And so, of course, Lucas hears something in the middle of the night coming from outside. So he goes out you know, with his flashlight mm-hmm. <laughs> and then goes and checks. And then in the shadows, he can see something. He happens to have cookies with him. So he... Okay. Sets the cookie down. The elf comes out, takes the cookie, and he's like, You are real. And then he had dropped his flashlight. So, of course, the barn elf left because, you know, no artificial light. Yep. And so he's, he runs inside and goes, There's something in the barn. And, you know, he said the thing. He said the thing. He said Um, the thing. (laughs) Yep. And he, so now he's trying to convince his family that they have a elf living in the barn. And, of course, nobody's listening to him. So he then, Every night goes and tries to befriend it, keeps bringing mm-hmm. him food and everything. Mm-hmm. The next, you know, his dad decides to then put up all the Christmas decorations outside. So Christmas lights, little okay. inflatables, okay. one of them that's a motion sensor Santa Claus, and he okay. walk by it and he does, it's like, so all the, th- you know, violates all the rules. Yes. It's like, dad, you have to turn all this off. This is, you're going to upset the barn up. And he's, oh, no, sure, sure, barn, you know. Right, right, it's, right, but it's Christmas. We this is the same stuff we put out at home, and so of course the next morning, lights are everywhere. The inflatable Santa has been basically <laughs> stabbed and placed, you know, and up against a tree. Uh huh. And there's just disaster everywhere. And of course they call the sheriff out, and they're like, "Oh, it's probably just teenagers." You know, it's a small town. There's not a lot to do. So right, you know, just you know, blaming the teenagers and. Oh, beforehand, I got, I always get ahead of myself because I get excited talking about it. Is that they yeah. have this, if you treat the barn elf, you know, abide by the rules, the barn elf will treat you kindly. So, like, Bill went out to go shovel the drive and it had already been done. Oh, okay. And he's, and he's like, oh, well, the city must offer it. It's like, wow, it's already been done. The city must offer a service that does it for you. That's yes. These are such nice people, you know. Oh, and yeah, it turns out, you know. And then a couple other things that it's like, yes. oh, well, that's already like he the elf knows it sees him struggling to chop wood. And then the next day, like the entire storage area is filled filled up with chopped wood. That's hilarious. So it goes from one extreme to the yeah. other. So a bunch of different things occur and then it's like, okay, Lucas is like, I need to find out what, you know, talks in the museum guys. Like we've got this going on. We're trying to, what can I do? It's like, well, if you give the bar on Christmas Eve, if you set out a bowl of porridge, all will be forgiven. Any wrongdoing you've gone to the, given to the elf will all be forgiven. Okay. So he's like, what's porridge? <laughs> like, cause you know, most people like 
what actually goes in it? And they, he actually starts going into the ingredients. I'm like, I've never known. I mean, I would oh. ask the same thing because I've never had it. I mean, I guess it's like, I just assume it's like oatmeal, which is right. It, I mean, it, I guess it varies that. culturally. Yeah. 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 So he ends up, so he makes his bowl of, he makes it. He's it's like, okay, it's going to give to him. Well, that night for dinner, the stepmom, I guess we'll say. Yeah. Carol is her name. Makes, what is it? What, what fish or something like that? Some Norwegian, like cold fish. Okay. Fish. I think it's what fish or something like that. No. Uh, anyways. And nobody wants to eat it. Cause it looks, it's ice cold. It's, it's uh-huh. like, well, that's how you serve it. And so like, no, like hardly anybody's eating. So, you know, after that scene ends, you, you see Lucas go into the kitchen and the kitchen doors are open. And there you see Bill eating the porridge. Oh, it's like, what? No. I'm still hungry. It's like, I'm still hungry. It's like, oh, that no, was reserved the for porridge. the like, And he's like, but I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was hungry. And he's like, what am I going to do now? So he ends up, it's like, I don't know. Give it the Luca fish. <laughs> we have extra. So he's like, I'm like, and you can still see some in the bowl. Not much. But I'm like, it's an elf. Yeah. They don't need a whole lot. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Just scoop whatever into a smaller bowl and then give him some. Really? But at the same time, we don't get the third act of the movie. Oh. So he tries to do that, royally pisses off the elf. So Lucas runs inside and the elf starts going batshit crazy, going after the family. Because, you know, it's basically dishonored him and just really right. pissed him off. Right. So they're now, so now, of course, everybody's believing. <laughs> believe in lucas about this elf yes they try and get in the car to leave he jumps on the car and of course you know he's trying to bash in the window so they drive and then slam on the brakes you know and then try and run over it or at least hit it and he's just laying there they go out of course because you know as you do in horror movies you don't just keep driving you get out the car to see if they're actually dead or not and then <laughs> and then yeah of course and then you hear it let out this loud like it's like half roar, half like scream. And then you just see these this group of elves just come rushing out the barn. And they're like, oh, crap. And they have to run back inside. Of course, not get back in the car and then drive yeah. off. Get back in the house. And they're all coming after them. So it's about all the... And then you see the sheriff show up. And all this violence is very like dark, like black comedy, like comedic violence. Yeah. And you're just like we like I was just I was cracking up. York was just rolling laughing. He was especially the part where you see when elves get hold of a gun. It's I love it. it's in having no idea what a gun is. So yeah, and then just how they have to try and fight against these these, you know, elves, these tiny people. And yeah, no, it's it was far better than I thought. It was going to be like, I thought, okay, this would be okay. You know, it's, it's a crazy title. It's a Christmas movie. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yep. But it's not, it's a very non traditional, like, lifetime where I was kind of surprised that it, one, didn't either come to theaters or two, come, didn't come to streaming. Right. Cause I think it would have actually done well at both. But maybe at some point after the rental ended, I actually went back and just bought it because I knew that was going to be one I would rewatch again. Amazing, like a new like a new one I would watch every year. Amazing. So did you did you buy a like a, a Blu Ray stream? Or, no, no, I just no, I just, just bought it on on, on on Apple. On I Apple, love it. Uh, I love iTunes. it. Well, 
Yeah, I, it's certainly on my queue. You recommended that and and the mean one or mean one. The mean one, yes. And I am very excited to to watch both. I've been a little behind on the horror yes. Christmas this year. Yes. Only watched one. That's it. So, yeah. you know, and it depends on who's with That's me, it. too, because certain people exactly. are, they're like, I don't want right. to do a horror. Right. right yeah. Be, yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah. But seriously, the main one is like if Lifetime and Hallmark made a horror movie. Yeah. Because it the acting is like on par with that. So good. And just like the way it's it's low budget, obviously. So right. it, it's it's and the horror is like just it's so cheesy. It's but it's it's definitely a little more campy. The guy that's playing the main one, aka the Grinch, is I mean, he's living his best life in this yeah. movie. And the makeup and the costume is actually done really well for him. It Everything really else good. is fairly low budget. Most of mm-hmm. the budget, I think, went on him <laughs> in his costume. But it's, I think, it, I honestly think it's worth a watch just to say, you're like, okay, I've seen this. I went, I rented that the, around the same time I watched Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, which was straight horror. And yeah, yep. I think it should have leaned more on the campiness of it. And a little for more sure. humor. And I think for it sure. would have been more enjoyable, but no, it's just straight horror. I'm like, all right, I'm not right. This Why? isn't, I was, yeah. I was hoping it would be better, but no. yeah, yeah. But they're making a sequel too. So <laughs> made money. Um, yep. yep. So do you have any that you want to just rattle off? You don't even have to get into like any that you would just recommend a, a couple of honorable mentions. Yep. Let's yeah. see what we got here. Yeah. I feel like, let me see. So, so much bad. Just so, just so much bad. One that's, that's kind of interesting is called The Timeless Christmas. It's on Hallmark. It's, you know, a guy who lives in 1903, passes out, wakes up in 2020. Not much more to say about it. It's, you know, it's, it's yep. got some time travel romance. That's pretty good. Enjoyable. And, and the one that I just watched, which I was kind of pleasantly surprised, is called The Night Before Christmas. Uh, the knight K N I G H T, yes. a knight in armor, 14th century, and a similar time travel type yeah. thing, mm-hmm. you know, ends up in uh, present day Ohio with Vanessa Hutchins, Hudgens, and and you know she hits him with a car. She thinks he has amnesia. He, you know, of course he's a real knight. Bird, and yeah, uh, yeah bird watching. Bird watching. Was he bird watching? <laughs> Right, with the bird watching. Right? And he was just like wandering in the street, but there's a snowstorm, you know? Oh, yeah. okay. Bird watching. That'd be what hilarious. Was it, George? Bird watching? Was, What's right? that, Lorraine? <laughs> that's what? it. Uh, okay. That's why I put that yeah. in the title because I knew you'd watch two back to uh, time traveling movies. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. See, I, I pay attention. You're, you're on uh, it. Yeah, look at that. Real quick, I'm just going to, in the, most of these I've already kind of mentioned. On my nice list, I have Xmas. Candy Cane Lane's a great family movie with Eddie Murphy on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. I would recommend that. It's 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 cute. It's different. I kind of I enjoyed it. It's a good family one. Toying with Christmas with Chad Michael Murray. Oh, okay. I actually enjoyed that one more than I thought I would. He's in a ton. Got and it. he's doing his best Brad Pitt impression in this movie. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Like voice and everything. I'm like the yep. only thing you're missing is a bag of chips every time you're in the scene. Oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. That's it. That's uh that's my hometown right there. So or, or uh, let me rephrase that. That's fellow Kickapoo High School alumnus Brad Pitt. There yep, you. there you go. Um, Kickapoos. Yep. Yep. Kickapoo um, kicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's see. Yeah, waking up for Christmas with or to Christmas 
We talked about a perfect Christmas pairing, a Christmas vintage. Oh, Merry Little Batman, also on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. During the whole Warner Brothers purge of we have to get rid of this property so we could say so we could report a loss. That's why Batwoman never or Batgirl never came out. They just canned that. They sold this property off to Amazon Prime as a write off. So, okay. There you go. It's, but it's cute. It's, the the guy that directed this directed episodes of the regular show and Phineas and Ferb. Cool. Animation styles are kind of similar yeah, to that. I yeah. thought it also kind of reminded me of like Gravity Falls as well. But oh, it's very cool. it's super cute. It's more Damien's story than it is Batman's. But it is it's very enjoyable. Got good it. for the kids, good for the family. The holiday fix up is another one I actually am kind of surprised that I enjoyed. It's lady that has one of those fixer up shows. That goes back to help someone who had a tree fall through their house or fall through their their inn. Okay. And yeah. The person she helps, the person that she had that the owner gets to help her is somebody that she was in a relationship beforehand. Okay. And they have to build that together as well as their relationship. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then yes, saving Christmas spirit, and then lastly. Naughty list Christmas as usual. It's a wonderful knife. It's still okay, but it's well, I wanted more from it. Yeah. I, oh, another a straight horror one called A Creature is Stirring with Chrissy Metz. Oh yeah, yeah. The lighting direction was good. She's crazy. This movie's kind of crazy. It you're you're wondering for the majority of the movie what in the hell is going on in this movie <laughs> until the end, and then you're like <sighs> And then you get that kind of twist ending. There's yeah, kind of yeah. slightly disappointed with it. Yeah. That so sounds, I rented that yeah. one. I would just, if you choose to watch it, probably best for streaming if it, whenever it decides to make its rear its head there. Yeah. And then Christmas I, I Casanova. And then one that I wanted more from, but I didn't completely hate, which you also watch and we kind of talked about was the Christmas Cupid, where. Where the two characters we didn't care for, but oh yes, but the yes, ghost, yes, yes. But the person that was the ghost that passed away that serves as the ghost of Christmas Past, because it's a take on Christmas Carol, right? Which is stupid that they had the word "keep it" in it. But anyways, we wanted more. Right. We wanted more of the ghost and less of the my, character with also it, Chad Michael Murray. So it's so hilarious. It's like it's almost like my brain forgot that I watched that movie. Like because you're even describing, it, I'm like, what is it? Yeah. No, that was totally unlikable protagonist, yeah. and I agree with you. Yes, no, I I feel like ninety percent of what I watch would be on the naughty list because it's just like, yeah. what is this? Yeah, yeah. Christmas Cupid has nothing to do with cute. Like, there's no Cupid. There's no, no. no. no it's just like, and what yeah, she's I, the and what's the ghost is the Cupid trying to help get her. But, she but no, wasn't. the whole the whole point no. was you need to do better because you're a horrible person. Yeah, and she still really didn't quite weren't her lesson she never became a good and, person yeah no and chad michael murray deserves better <laughs> in that movie he did he did yeah so. he did because she yeah basically this character like like yeah. fool me once you're like what the you know she's like getting back together with her ex at on a while on a date with him you're like what yes why, ever why would you ever in what world are you getting together with yeah. this awful person exactly yeah. you're not Come on, man! You're a doctor. You, you'll be yes. okay. Yeah. <laughs> you'll meet plenty of you'll meet plenty oh, of man. women, <laughs> especially oh. in Los Angeles. 
No, she left you in in when you you were in med school for shallow yeah. reasons, and then she yes screwed you over again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, and yeah, man, I think that's it. We did it. We did. We did it. We did, we did it. the thing again. Two years running. We did it. We did it. Awesome. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you. Yes, for having me yes. back again. Most wonderful time. Exactly. What do you want to plug? Because you know you should do those things. Yeah, well, if uh, you guys are, you know, presumably if you're listening to this, you like Christmas movies. If you want to follow me over on Instagram, Dustin Rubin VO, I'm going to keep doing this until I just get too tired to do it. You know, I'm just going <laughs> to do I, Christmas. It might end Christmas Day. It might go beyond. I don't know. We never can tell. But yeah, I'm just keeping a daily diary of thoughts, feelings, recommendations. This really started because I, I was, I'd watch so many, I couldn't keep track, right? And then... Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, people are kind of asking me now for what I think yeah. about things. And I'm like, okay, so let's, let's do it. And, and of course, outside of all the ones that everybody knows, right? We're not talking mm-hmm. about Elf. We're not talking about Love Actually. Right. We're not talking about It's a Wonderful Life. Like just standard yeah. Christmas this, story. Yes, yeah. people know those movies. People rewatch those movies. This is more like, right, the movies that come up on the outskirts. Should yes. I or shouldn't I? Worth my time or not? And then if you like 80s movies, $2 late fee is the 80s movies podcast. It is. That I'm a part of. You are indeed. Yeah. <laughs> one half of the juggernaut that is yep. $2 late fee. Yep. True story. True story. So, story. Fact. So one thing I told Patrick why I enjoy doing, watching these movies, I don't even think we were recording, I actually don't remember, is that this is, especially after last year, I was like, you know what? This is great. I don't know why I didn't start doing this before because I was like, this is great. Cause this is just, again, it's, it's just sugar. I mean, it's just sugar. Totally. Just watching the stuff, you know, when it's, else are you going to do it? Yeah. It's, yeah. Yep. And this is the perfect thing to watch before, like for Patrick and I, before we have, we start getting into all the, big heavy hitting movies that are going to be nominated for awards that are going to be depressing as all get phenomenal performances great movies i'm sure yep but they take a toll emotionally and mentally they and, they really do man and like my wife and i talk about yeah. that all the time like we well, got to be in the right mindset you got to be prepared primed for it yeah. and then most of the time we never are and we're just like you know yeah. I, I haven't seen 12 years of slave because i don't want to watch that right yeah I don't want to be just depressed for what, you know, like, and like, yeah, exactly. it's important, but yeah. I'm a completist when it comes to those things. So I, I take great, I don't even, and it's for nobody, but myself Yeah, to try and be a completist whenever the Academy Award nominations come out to watch everything on there. Like I go, I go to great lengths to find all these animated live action shorts and things that most people aren't going to be able to foreign language films, all that stuff to watch as many as I can. And I think I did last year. I think I watched everything, but I think seven nominations. Bless you. Yeah. So it's, but again, it, nobody's asking me to do it. I'm just asking of myself to try and that way, whenever we do our predictions episode, I can give the most educated. Yeah. And well-informed information as possible. Look, you can't just go best picture if you've only seen two. I mean, exactly. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do it. Even yeah, and even my mom does at least watches all the best pictures. She'll do that much. She won't, you know, she's not going to go as overboard as I am. Right, but uh, she'll always do. I mean, 
Fun fact, top secret thing, most people in the Academy aren't watching all the movies. Oh, no, they're not. No, no, no. As you they're, can see, it's all political yes. and money-based. Oh, and like, always. Check this always. Out. Here's a free and, towel. And like, yeah. You're right. So here's this you're, basket of you're better swag than we get. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. Well, and trust me, none of it, I am not Pollyanna, you know, going into any of these award shows. And I think that actually benefits me too, though, is that like, okay, I know what I would pick. Yeah. But what, like, basically, and I'll read and I'll be like, okay, what, what's currently trending? What's going to be, what seems to be pulling ahead? What could be a dark horse to upset? Right. Right. So, and this year I'm, this year's more of a curiosity. It's going to be more of a curiosity with these award shows between the writer strike, SAG after strike. Like, is SAG after even going to have a award show? Like, are they SAG even going to, I mean, yeah. Like, I figured, but I mean, obviously, it's going to be just awkward this year just because of the two strikes. And it's just, it's wild. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I mean, I agree. But that's why, you know, like the Emmys are now in January versus September because, you know, that's part of the pressure of like, we got to have these people promoting these things. So, you know, that's why a deal was kind of done. Yeah. Partially. But uh, partially. Yeah. Yeah. But I have very strong feelings about it that don't necessarily yes. jive with where we're at. So exactly, yeah. no, I feel it, and you know, and me too. I just it, it's one of those, <clears throat> and Patrick and I have kind of talked about this about you know it's we had such a great year as far I mean comparatively compared to like last year, like last year it was a little bit easier for Patrick and I to come up with our best our best and worst or our best of of twenty twenty. Three right. was a lot easier because there was a lot more movies out, quality movies. There were a lot more yes, quality movies yes. that we enjoyed compared to last year. Last year was a little bit easier because there wasn't much to choose from. Yes. This year was a little bit harder because there was just so many ones to choose from. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yep. next year it's going to be back to like 2022, where because so many productions got halted as they should have, yeah, and that we're not going to have as good a, you know the. What's going to get released is going to be a bunch of things that got put on the shelves because right. they got to get released and not right. You know, so it's going to be interesting to say the least. Yeah, man. Yeah. I agree. But I agree. Yeah. But anyways, not that we've that on the sour note, but uh, as no. always, hey, my friend, you are always you and you and Zach are always welcome to come on anytime y'all want. We will make it happen. Appreciate you. Oh, Appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, it's it's always and, always uh, great to talk movies with you. Same, same, my friend. And for everybody else, we want to be sure to wish everybody a happy, merry, blessed, whatever you celebrate, if you celebrate. Because Indeed. we are all inclusive on all the things. And just want everybody to have an amazing time of fellowship with family, friends, and even strangers. Do something nice for somebody. And then, of course, do something nice for yourself because you deserve it. Yeah, maybe a massage at least for yourself, right? Yeah, something. At the very least, yeah. very least. It's a great sentiment, though. I I appreciate that. All right. From myself, Patrick, who is on location covering Winter Storm Megan. That's a deep cut for go watch No Reservations (laughs) for that one. And but he'll be back for the best of episode. Stay tuned to that.
He was on location last year when we did this. I know. He's just oh, weird timing for on him. location. Yeah. Yeah. Bless his heart. You always, you always send a, him out on assignment when we're recording. I, it's, yeah. He likes to travel. I can't help yeah. it. He's just a <laughs> man about town. <laughs> well, we miss you, Patrick. We, we do indeed. Thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on assignment. <laughs> on assignment. All right, everybody. We will talk to you all on the next episode. Happy holidays and stuff. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.